0: Welcome to the Conversations with Jesus podcast. I'm Johnny Layman, a baptized man of God who has the amazing blessings of being a husband, father, and the pastor at Divine Savior Church in West Palm Beach, Florida. This podcast is designed to bring you the self-sacrificing love of Jesus found in the Bible through 15 to 20 minute episodes that focus on relevant life issues and what God has to say about them. Check out our website, divinesaviorchurch.com, as well as our Facebook and Instagram pages if you would like to find out more about the incredible things that God is doing through our church family. We finish our Mission Possible series by really diving into Jesus' promise to be with us always, even to the very end of the age. As we go out into this harvest field, What does it mean that Jesus is with us? What does his presence look like? What is all included in that? That is what we're going to discover today in this week's podcast, Mission Possible 5. Jesus is with us, even to the end. I don't know about you but for me there is no more unnerving feeling the intuition that I'm being watched maybe I have scopophobia the fear of being watched but maybe you've been there too you're standing in line waiting for self checkout at the grocery store and you have this sense that someone's eyes are locked on you makes you want to get moving right Or maybe you've experienced the awkward tension when you do catch the stare of someone at the airport and have no idea how to react. Feeling like you're being watched isn't enjoyable for anyone. We instantly become paranoid, why are they watching me? Is there something in my teeth, do I have a rip in my pants? Instant worry, instant self-awareness, instant fear for the reason why we're being watched. It's interesting how in those situations our minds quickly think about what could be wrong instead of thinking that maybe someone is looking at us to admire us in some way. It shows the deep struggle we all have with fear. Do you think sometimes we have similar fears when we read in the Bible that Jesus is with us always? Does a billboard Jesus is watching pop up in your mind? Maybe you've seen those on the highway. When you think about The fact that nothing we do escapes Jesus' notice. As we fast forward to get a glimpse of the end, when the church's mission possible through Jesus becomes mission accomplished, what does it mean that Jesus will be with us always, even to the very end of the age? How can we know that to be true? And what kind of presence is this? As people, we experience many different kinds of presences, the presence of a loving parent, the presence of a disciplinarian teacher, and the presence of a friend, each person can have a tremendous impact on our lives simply by being present, simply by being in the same space as us. I wonder what kind of presence the disciples are imagining Jesus would have with them after he ascended into heaven. When they heard him say, Surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age, Did the thought cross their mind that maybe Jesus' presence would be more like a parole officer, watching and making sure they're following through in the mission to go into all the world, to make disciples through word and spirit? Did they struggle at times with wondering what Jesus' presence was like? How they truly know he was with them if he wasn't physically with them like he had been before? How they see the smile of approval? How they know he was really there, even when their end was in sight? as is often the case with our sinful nature, we can see what's intended to be a calming and peace-filled gospel truth. We can see that, that we question it, and wonder if it really means what it says it means. We hear, when we hear Jesus promise to never leave our side, even to the bitter end, it should steady us and embolden us. Jesus will be with us to the end, which means he knows exactly when that end will be. He holds our life and all of time in his hands, which again, should be a life-changing comfort. But the devil wants to rip that comfort to pieces. He wants us to see Jesus' presence as a form of abandonment. Here's how Satan's battle plan works. He wants us to see Jesus much like that Jesus is watching billboard. Like our spiritual parole officer, watching and waiting for us to mess up. Satan longs for us to see God's grace not as unconditional love, but as love with conditions. Love with strings attached, which of course is no grace at all. The forces of evil want us to look at Jesus' presence and see conditions attached to it. Jesus is with me if I'm serving him perfectly. Jesus is at my side if I'm speaking my faith perfectly. Jesus loves me if I live right and am a good person. Notice where grace is, and all of this, non-existent. Which leads to the devastating final attack by Satan and our sinful flesh to convince us to resent Jesus' presence in our life. When we think about our mission to be disciple-makers, we start to find ourselves lost in doubt and worry. How do I really know Jesus is always with me? How can I really know that he will give me the words to speak When it comes time to share my faith, will Jesus stay with me even when I sin? Will Jesus want anything to do with me if I make mistakes in my calling as a Christian ambassador? Again, the devil wants us to see Jesus' presence as a curse, not a blessing. He wants us to distrust this promise of Scripture. He wants us to look beyond the Bible for evidence of Jesus' presence in our lives through emotional and physical experiences, but those are things... That Jesus hasn't promised to give us since he has promised his word is enough. When we fall to these temptations, we're cut to the heart. The law crushes us and we feel shame in our sin because we know Jesus has seen it all. And the question weighs us down. Will Jesus really stay at my side even after I just did that? That. Four letters that can communicate so much pain, regret, and shame. The disciples had that moments too. These followers of Jesus stood at the beginning of the most incredible adventure of life to go and bring the gospel to people walking in darkness and they knew the darkness they had done and been through. Would Jesus really remain at their side to the very end? The answer to this question was extremely personal to the disciple Matthew. He's the author of this book of the Bible we've been looking at for the past five weeks. He's a former tax collector who knew the weight of guilt. Jesus' loving presence was what Matthew wanted all Christians to know deeply. It was his foremost emphasis in his gospel inspired by the Holy Spirit. And do you know how we know this? Well, if you look at the opening chapter, Matthew starts it off in the most exciting way possible, said with just a little bit of sarcasm, with a family tree, a detailed genealogy, I don't know if any of you have read the Lord of the Rings books, but genealogies don't make for the most interesting read. And yet Matthew begins this way for a powerful reason. He details Jesus' family tree. And at the end of chapter 1 he tells us the angel of the Lord said to Mary about the kind of Messiah Jesus would be. He would be Emmanuel. Which means God with us. Matthew puts all those family members there to show us one thing. Jesus is 100% human. Just as he is 100% God, he chose to be 100% human. He is 100% with us. Now here we are at the end of Matthew, and notice how Matthew chooses to end his gospel. The thought he wants us to remember to the end. Jesus speaking boldly and gently. Surely I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. Jesus' presence is more than a parole officer. His presence among us wasn't a reluctant choice. He chose to identify with us out of pure, unconditional love. He chose to leave his home, a home with a perfect relationship with his father, with total and complete almighty power, with more wealth than we could begin to conceptualize. And he enters a world where he would never have a home. A world filled with people who hated him by nature, people who considered him an enemy. That's you and me by nature. He chose to be near to you and me. He chose to die the death we deserved. He chose to heal our sin disease by taking it all on himself. He chose to be with us. And he still chooses to be with you today and always. His presence in your life, dear Christian, is deeper than marrow. Jesus' presence is so tight that when God looks at you, he sees Jesus. That's how tight it is. Jesus rules in your heart. His righteousness completely covers you, sins erase, never to be recovered. In fact, Jesus' presence is so closely connected to you that he is your very life. He encompasses every aspect of it. Like Paul writes in Colossians 3, verse 4 Christ, who is your life. Through faith, Jesus' death became your death, and his life is your life. Your entire existence is wrapped up in Jesus. This truth remains even when in sin we cause distance between us and him. His presence does prick our conscience. There is law in the fact that nothing is hidden from God. Our sins are laid bare before him. But this is the wonder of Jesus' presence. We know he knows. We expect him to walk away from us. We put our heads down expecting that when we look up, he will be long gone. But instead, we look up when we see his shoulder. Because through his promises in the Bible, he bear hugs us and forgives us. He chooses to be with you. He chooses to stay at your side, even in your struggles. He knows. He gets it. When you and I struggle, he doesn't stand off to the side watching what we'll do. He stands in the trenches of life with us. And as we limp along, he says, keep going. I'm here. When Satan lies and says, Jesus will abandon you, don't let him get in another word edgewise. Jesus has proven by sacrificing his very life that he will stop at nothing to remain at your side until the day you have the most incredible emotional experience ever as you see him with your own eyes. When you live the greatest ending ever known, the one Job looked forward to, when with your own eyes you will see the Redeemer standing on the earth. Jesus' presence is there even to the end. and It changes how we view our life as a disciple of Jesus, joined together with him on his mission. We see our mission Made possible only by Jesus, when we go into the treacherous harvest field with divots and sinkholes and unknowns, we go into it with boldness because Jesus has our six and He has He's at our side. You and I identify completely with the God who chose to identify with us in every way, but was without sin. When someone asks you to describe yourself by faith, there's only one thing you want anyone to know about you: I'm a Christian. Just imagine the gospel conversations you and I will have when we answer the the request to tell me more about yourself by not saying what we do for work right away, but starting off by telling people who we really are. Hi, I'm a Christian. Because Jesus' presence is so tightly connected to us, he really is our life. He's our identity. He's our end. Because you know how your last chapter is written, dismiss the devil and his agenda of doubt, fear, and uncertainty. Instead, through faith, you can filter your life in the present because you know the final chapter of history. It's like when you rewatch your favorite movie or read your favorite book for the 19th time. It only becomes more enjoyable. Why? Because you already know the end. And because you know the end, you can dive into the details, all the connections, how the screenwriter, the author worked everything out for the perfect ending. Now that's just a book or a movie. But because Jesus is with you, and you know the end of the universe, you have an entirely different perspective on life. Because you know the end. You're excited to see how it's going to happen. You're excited to see the connections Jesus is going to give you. You know the end you want to see. You know the ending you want your loved ones and enemies alike to have in their final chapter too. The mission is before us. Heaven is on the line and the powers of hell are on the move. But Don't be afraid. Don't feel alone. You know the end. Jesus is with you and the gospel message you have to give, the mission you've been called to, it ends in victory. Victory for you and all the people God has given you to share the gospel with. That's your story. That's their story. That's God's story. A story with an ending better than a fairy tale. Because it's written by Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I pray that that incredible comfort that Jesus is with you always continues to resonate throughout your life as you live by faith because Christ is your life. I pray that God richly bless you as you serve as his witness to the people in your life that he's called you to serve.